0: Monday, presented by Superbook.com. Here's Stokely and Zach. All
1: right, Zach. Um, I can't wait to hear this audio from, from Mac. right? It came from DMAC and it's dmaX question. But first, I got a very important question for you. I have one for you, too. Okay. Who's first? Love, so strange. Who's first? My question or your question? Oh, uh, you can go. Okay. When did they start allowing us to eat lunch in here? <sighs> I didn't. I didn't. Because I, I, I was eating out there. I didn't realize that they lifted that rule. When did they lift that rule, Drew? Because when did they start allowing that? Raj, when's the last time you got stitches? <laughs> Snitches get snitches. <laughs>
2: and my I'm question to you is snitching. what are what are you up to after the show when you're trying to preserve that head of hair? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, like you, uh, you have your headphones, yeah. but they're not even like the like earbud right. ones, so you gotta wear it like a backwards hat. So yeah. like the back yeah, of your thing is like low. hanging on your it's neck. It's not
1: doing it much it's uh, than what it would normally do. Um yeah, just got some just just doing some stuff with some buddies. Okay. Some buddies shout out Bearcat, T Kev and Okay. Steve. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good friends of mine. Did you get the invite? I did did not. Oh. I did not. Maybe next time. I did not. Maybe next time. Uh, This
2: is Sean Payton from moments ago in an exchange with Darren McKee that doesn't need any more setup. Uh, Russell Wilson had a, a personal coach, Jake Keys, in the building with access who wasn't on the
0: staff.
1: Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that.
0: Uh, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building, access to the players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That, that's not going to take
1: place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it.
2: Bam! Bam! And that'll be it. Bam! That's foreign to me. Yeah. What you can't see... Is first of all, Peyton jumped in the middle of d question, and as d is winding up in that first part, like, "Yeah, Russell's got a quarterback coach named Jake Heaps that has access in the building," and Peyton's face just sort of crinkles, and he did like a you know ninety degree turn. Yes, like, yes, and and you know you kind of twist your face up. Some of the kids call it a screw face. Like what? Like what? Yeah, he's got what? In the building? No, that's foreign to me. Let me just jump in your question. That that That's foreign to me. Okay, let me you finish. Yeah, no, our staff's going to be in the building, and that's it. Yeah.
1: Love it. Um, uh, you know, and I think some people we were talking about in the hallway, they they're like, ah, he had to know about this. And maybe he knew that, you know, to a certain degree, Russ works with a quarterback coach. But Sean Payton, I think, throughout this whole process, he was just being real. He's not trying to hide anything. And so I, I think he – you know, probably didn't know the extent of that quarterback coach and what that guy I, I was doing.
2: Um, you, make, why, why, you make sense about Sean's right. approach, and he's got nothing to hide. So, why would I act like I'm surprised? Right. But at the same time, how can you not know that?
1: Because if it's Sean you, Payton well, vetting the shop. Well, because you got a lot to talk about, you know? You got a lot to vet. and Isn't Rush Russ chief among yeah, everything? Yeah, absolutely. But you're talking about trying to fix Russ and trying to ask the ownership group about, you know, if Russ doesn't play well, this next year are you okay with moving on from russ writing that big check i mean th- those are your first hits you know I, I don't know if you do you just ask like how does that come up you no ask, so like, does he have a quarterback coach no i mean no, in because, the building no like, because the word is so far that? the
2: word is so far out of stuff that happened in seattle and, and, and here, here's i think my my baby trump card for this is colin goes on the air this past week colin coward on the heels of him saying that he just spent four hours with uh, with Sean at dinner, saying that Russ has got his own quarterbacks coach, he's got his own medical team, and I think that if Colin is you know freely talking about Russ's team, and at the time he was like you, Sean shouldn't take that job, whatever. But I, I just I find it almost. Um, and and it, by the way, it's I don't think it's a, like framing it as like some sort of good thing or bad thing. I'm just trying sure, to speculate. Yeah. I think. Sean Payton knows all about this, knows the question was coming and, um, and just tried to handle it organically as opposed to, yeah, I've already thought about all this and I'm putting the screw It's like, no, that's pretty much what me. he said.
1: I mean, he told him, he's like, no, it's not happening. Stuff's not
2: happening. That's what he said, right? Yeah, he said be, no. Because I think the decision's already been made. I didn't think he cu- came to the decision right there in the split second, like, oh, Russ has got a quarterback coach in the building? No, that's not happening. I think he's well aware, knows that the question was coming, and handled it accordingly.
1: Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Um, Either just, way, I, we, we end up at the same result. Yeah, it's not happening. Which is a good thing. Which is a good thing, ultimately. And I think the other the other thing, and I think, I think he knows about um, the – and I don't know exactly the details of this, uh, but you know the people that travel with the team. Mm. You know who that consists of, and if that will continue. That I mean, that should have been the next question, uh, a follow up. Um, you know, are they are they going to be part of the traveling party? The Broncos traveling party That's consists a good one. of you know what, Russ's social media's team, Russ's masseuse, Russ's quarterback. I don't know who's on that traveling party, but. Um, I believe I've been speculating because I don't know for sure that there was members of that entourage or Russ's team, the threes that were on the team plane and that the are threes, put up in yes. hotels. Right? Yes. Um, no.
2: I heard the same thing. So, I heard the same
1: thing. You know, like what will that look like moving forward? Will that still be allowed? And is that okay with Sean Payton? Uh, how, how do you how do you how do you view that office? How do you view the office too? He wasn't asked about the office. Ooh, I don't think. I you know, think does that bother? him, uh, Russ, having an office. I think the office is a
2: little bit separate from the rest of this stuff because if Russ is going to be there all day long, and it,
1: I, oh, okay. I agree. I agree to a certain degree. Agree to a certain degree. But let me throw this out there. What about this? You have your own office wherever that is in the building, right? It's, it's not right by the locker room. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Is it upstairs? I'm, I'm sure, yeah. I, okay. think, I think all the offices are pretty much upstairs okay. for the most part. Like, you have meeting rooms downstairs, right. but I think right. offices, and I guess you can make anything in office if you wanted to. They got, you know, a lot of money to do whatever they want. Sure. You can turn whatever you want to yeah. an office. to so drywall can, they, up, and you got an office. Right. They could have it downstairs. So <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm, just, I, I'm speculating assuming this thing is kind of far away from the locker room okay. and the guys. Okay. Right? And so if you're Sean Payton, you know, and, and ultimately you, you're right. If you're Sean Payton, you're like, hey. We want this team to be you. a team yeah, effort yeah. here. When yeah. you're when you want to go in office, come up to one of the coaches' offices. It's, it's all good. You can use that, but you know, ultimately, we want you in the locker room. We want you in the meal cafeteria eating. We don't want you, you know, by yourself, being lonely. Russ watching film up there. You need to be a part of this team, you know, and that's almost as important as all that other stuff that you're doing. So I've always been under the mindset, uh, just like you said. Like, well, I, I don't think there's a big deal with an office. Like if Peyton Manning had an office, like, who cares? Good for you, right? I mean, awesome. You deserve it, um, Russ. You put a lot of time in. That's fine. But at the same time, with what we saw this year, like Russ needs to be a guy. He doesn't need to be separate with with any more things. And Does he so, you know how? You, you, you just got to like it. You're like right. You figure it out. Figure it out. Sink or swim, buddy. Yeah. Right. I mean, you. What, what, what's your answer on that? Does he know how? I would say no. If he's 35 years
2: old and can't figure it out after over a decade in what? the league, then you probably have lost your way. Right. I would
1: I would say no. He's not a dude's dude. He's not that type of guy. He's a little bit awkward, a little bit different, a little bit quirky. Quirky. Excuse me. Did I say it right the second? Th- no. I don't even think so. I don't think so either. A little bit <laughs> quirky. <laughs> yeah, not quirky. You threw like a W in there. Or I something. threw a Q and a U and a C. <laughs> Corky, uh, all of that stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's a different he guy, and um, so I, I, if he hasn't figured it out by now, when you know when will he's not a bad guy. No, he's not a bad guy. Nope. Not saying he's a bad guy. Nope. Uh, seems like he's a good guy uh, that does a lot of good things, but um, he's not a guy's guy. He's not a dude, and that doesn't bode well in the locker room. So maybe you just say, but y- you got to get away from being a loner and being by yourself. You need to be more of with the team, with the guys. And this is how we're going to start that process. Entourage threes are done. Office key. I need the key. That's done. And let's just go back to being Rookie Russ. Rookie Russ. I love
2: that phrase. Good rookie on, Russ. Good on you. Rookie Russ. Go back to zero. Re-center yourself on what matters the most. We're reacting to the Sean Payton press conference that uh, wrapped up just a little bit ago. Did did Sean Payton actually toss a couple shots? In his first ever Broncos press conference? I think the answer is yes. We'll fill you in next. It's Reaction Monday,
0: presented by Superbook.com. Here's Stokely and Zach.
2: All right, so we're reacting to the Sean Payton press conference that we've carried live here at the top of our number one. And snap your fingers, here we are nearly at the bottom of, of our number three. Uh, still have so much to get
1: to. Uh, Overall, just real quick, A, B, C, D, F. What do you give Sean Payton's press conference? A-plus. A-plus, right. I A-plus. Mean, a hundred and, 100 and four out of a hundred. I mean, he hit the bonus question. He did. And it was about the Eagles winning, and he doesn't want anybody in the division to win. That was a bonus, so he got four extra points. You, you
2: want to know what, too? It wasn't um, because you know what You know what? a lot of people may say is like, hey, uh, when Vic got up there, death by inches and all this stuff, and we're like coming out of the Vance Joseph stuff, we're like, thank God. We just got a good football coach with attention to detail. And then you see how it plays out. It's like. The lack of details was stunning by the end of it. I mean, it's just nothing but inches, right?
1: And it then died by inches.
2: Yes, no doubt. Uh, and then you got Hackett that went up there, and that felt like more like Dion up in Boulder. Like it wasn't much of a press conference, more of like a press rally. And this, this was unlike any presser, it was just so authentic, transparent. No, um, didn't have an hour meeting, you know, with the with the head of PR, making sure he said the right stuff. You just got unfiltered Sean Payton, and when he is just himself, and he's got the history of sixteen years with a team that he turned around. Like we got to remember that Saints team, and I know people do, and I certainly know you are, are acutely aware. of growing up down there, like that organization was a disaster for a very long time. Sean Payton took that thing over when they were three and thirteen. He knows all, he's got stories for days. And he said that like, we got, we can talk about stories, different stories, like forever. And some of them are fun about the attention to detail and stuff. Um, but he did, he doesn't have to manufacture enthusiasm or excitement. It's just, I'm going to be myself and my natural response to it, because we're drawing from so much substance is, um, it just gets me excited. So name yep,
1: a prisoner of the moment. I mean, no, what no, he, I think you're spot on. You're spot on. Um, he checks all the boxes, and then the way that he delivered uh, and the presser was was just great. He threw a couple shots in there. There was a couple I, like that. That that's bonus points too. So give him hundred and ten. He got ten extra bonus points. He
2: said, uh, "He like you rarely hear the guy who gets the job reference another candidate, right?" Like ever, and he's like said something along the lines of, "I don't know who D'Amico was talking to, but I was on the phone with this ownership group for two
1: weeks straight." It was like, "Whoa, okay." He said, "I think D'Amico Ryan's was talking to Lewis Hamilton." Oh yes, that's what that's he said. What he said. Yeah. <laughs> D'Amico think, must have been talking so to, to Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. over there across the pond. Lewis over there, maybe when he was in the car racing, Lewis maybe or so. Lewis? Um, Honestly, shows you how far what, uh, out of the loop
2: that Lewis Hamilton is if you could be used as the post to who yeah. D'Amico was talking to. I haven't right. seen Lewis Hamilton one time around here.
1: No, he's just a just a name thrown yeah. in the mix. Um, <sighs> but, yeah,
2: D'Amico must have been talking to Lewis Hamilton. I never got off the phone with the Broncos' ownership.
1: Yeah, and who knows how it played out. Did he, someone reach back out um, to D'Amico Ryans and make sure he was 100% committed to the Texans or whatever the case may be? Um, I don't think Sean Payton cares, Mm-mm. and uh, I don't care. Um, I think they got the right guy, and that was a funny joke. I thought that was really good. It was good. I thought that it was, was good. really, really good.
2: He also kind of very indirectly referenced Nathaniel Hackett when he was talking about, look, look, um, I, you know, uh, law and order. Um, I learned kind of under Bill Parcells, I'm willing to make people uncomfortable. I have an open mind and I have a clear mind. He said, some things about me are old school that I believe are needed to win that are never going to change. Uh, and he was referencing like change. And he's like, sometimes someone with enthusiasm and new ideas, it doesn't it doesn't quite translate. And he was sort of trying to like paint himself like I'm a little bit more old school. I know there's some new fun ideas and there's a lot of enthusiasm. And I got my way and, and it's kind of like, I wonder if he's thinking of, Someone like Nathaniel Hackett when yeah, he's yeah, answering the question. Yeah, he definitely could be.
1: Um, uh, are are a lot of young, new age coaches that think they have it all figured out? And when it comes to how things need to be operated nowadays, and how the schedules are to take care of the guys, and I can't wait for training camp this year. Oh uh, my I, gosh, I can't wait to see what it looks like. Um, and I'm not expecting you know hitting every day in full pads and you know because you it's it's regulated so much, but it will be much different. With um, how they go about their business, and I think that's a good thing. This football team needs that. Football is tough. It's hard. And if you don't make it hard on guys, how do you expect them to go through the grind? This is all the stuff that we talked about in training camp every single day. And um, so I think they'll get back to, you know, making it tough. Yes. You know, it being a little bit difficult and not being training uh, clamp. Yes. It
2: won't be what, what it was. It's never going back to what it was. Not glamping. But it's not going to be what it, right. what it was this past yeah. year either. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit difficult. I was, you, you have to. I was watching a training camp.
1: Like, like the, the Lions, Lions sorry. Like yeah, the, yeah, almost yeah. like yeah. the
2: Lions, like we saw in Hard Knocks. Speaking of that, dude, I was watching your training camp last night from the Baltimore Ravens. On ESPN or ESPN2, it was the Baltimore Bullies. Yeah, it
1: opened last night. I, debuted. Oh, so that was the first time it ever been shown? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Okay, yeah. I had no yeah. idea because— the, the Bullies of Baltimore. The Bullies of Baltimore. Yeah, oh, last I did, night. I that didn't even the,
2: realize I was watching a debut. Yeah. So, because they did something on the Ravens for like an E60 or something, I thought, within Maybe the last so. couple of years. But anyway, this Bullies of Baltimore, Yeah. they were showing you guys in training camp and Brian Billick and how things were in 2000. Yeah. Oh, my. He said every day, keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Guys are destroying each other. It was tough. And the edge that was created, though, the edge, I just, when we talk about that team and how historic yeah. it was, I didn't realize that that Ravens defense gave up less points in 19 games on the way to the Super Bowl than the 85 Bears gave up in 16 games.
1: Yeah, that's pretty Think remarkable. Think about that. Pretty remarkable. Uh, it's, it's fun, like, watching that group and how uh, just, like, good they were. And I didn't realize it in the moment. That's the thing you're going through it. You look back now and you think about that defense, but in the moment, you know, it's my second year in the NFL. Yeah, and I didn't play half the year, and um, you got to see me. You with your shirt off real quickly in the locker room. Oh, was there? Yeah, shredded, dude, shredded, sh- shredded like lettuce. I don't know what's happened to me. I, I, me I either, this, but you are is. like
2: skin and bones, zero yeah. percent body fat. Yeah. Like you need like three shakes a day. Now I'm 30 percent body fat. Yeah, you're all shake. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite parts, though. One of my favorite parts, real quick, because I know we got to go. You guys had a thing with the Titans back then. Yeah. Eddie George and Steve McNair and some of the demons that they had over there uh, in the AFC with the Titans coming up at the turn of the century. And when they put Brian Billick's video on the Jumbotron of when they had a Sports Illustrated cover that said the Titans are the best team in football, Uh and you guys beat them. It's making my hair stand up right now. You guys beat them, and Billick had the the, the Sports Illustrated. He said...
1: He said, "They said they're the best team in football, and maybe they are, but not today." And this is like, Arr! see, I didn't get that far. Um, in, in the in the in the,
2: the, I watched half of it. So so let me just let me just complete the thought. They take the video and they show it on the jumbotron in Tennessee, and the jumbotron is actually a little screen. You look back at how little it is, right? And they're trying to manufacture this excitement, and Shannon and these other guys are going, "Yeah, we said it. Yeah, we said it." And who's the running back, Jamal um, Lewis? He said. Whatever they said, we said. We said. It. Whatever they
1: said, we said. We said it. And and I just thought was, that was the coolest thing. It was a group of guys that was just um, you know, and, and and that was the thing about Billick, our head coach Brian Billick. He didn't he didn't put any reins on any of those guys. He let them be them. Like he just hey, be yourself. And like I think someone said it in the show. Maybe Shannon said, it, but just be just show up to play football yep. on Sunday. Yep. Right. And. Um, but gosh, that guy, he he was he was a wild animal. Brian Billick was just a he was out of control. I mean, he cussed more than anyone. He, he's supposed to be Mormon too and he's like oh cussing all the time <laughs> yeah. and yelling and screaming at every I mean, it, he but he was kind of like like you look at him, you don't think he's that type of guy yeah, or whatever. But right. He fit right in, especially with like our defense. I mean, those guys were nuts and crazy and 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 he was like that too and and then we were offensively, we couldn't score a damn point, yes. you know, and Stokely, uh, you were the touchdown that broke the streak. That's when I stopped it. That's when I, I stopped it. I learned that yeah. last
2: night. You guys went a month without a touchdown, and you were the one, and there was some guy, and I know we're over, but there was some yeah. guy that was perched up on like a a, a, a roof, or and that you happened around there. here with yeah. G-Man years ago. Right. But but he came down because you guys scored a touchdown, and it was you and Trent Dilfer that signed a football. That hey, we got you we got you down. Sign stuckly and that's cool.
1: That's cool. Really cool.
2: Check that out if you haven't seen it. Okay, where the hell does George Payton fit in all of this changeover with Sean Payton? That's coming up next.
0: Monday presented by Superbook.com. Here's Stokely and Zach.
2: Where does the other Peyton mix into all this? Manning? Not the P-E-Y-T-O-N. I'm talking about the P-A-T-O-N. Mixing in with the P-A-Y-T-O-N. Ah, I got you. Does all that make sense?
1: Yep, yep, absolutely. Where the heck does George Payton fit in the mix here? Well, I think um, we'll find out as we move forward. You know, saying all the right things now. And I do believe that they probably get along really well right now. And uh, George Payton's a very easy guy, it seems like, to get along with. I don't know if anyone said a bad word about George Payton. He's that type of guy, right? Everyone likes George. Yep. George is a super nice guy. Uh, So I definitely believe that they are uh, getting along fine now. I don't think there'll be many issues. Like I I told you that a week or so ago. I I don't think there's issues there. When push comes to shove, if it does, then it's going to be Sean Payton, right? We all know that. But most of the time, what happens in these types of situations, you just get there and you just talk. And it just works its way out, especially with a guy like George Payton. doesn't seem like he's a stubborn or hard-headed guy. He knows his back's against the wall. He knows he's got to latch on to Sean Payton to keep his job. And he knows that he needs to do a much better job in the draft and a much better job in free agency to keep his job. And I think that's what it really boils down to. I think their working relationship will be fine. But can George Payton deliver the goods? When it comes to player acquisition and upgrading the talent of the players, upgrading this roster, can he do that? If he can't do that and he has another bad season, another bad draft, then guess what? He's probably gone and they'll be looking for another general manager. If he does a good job, I'm sure it's, everything will be fine and they'll stay together and we'll have George Payton and Sean Payton, um, you know, around here for a while, like they did with, with New Orleans with Mickey Loomis, the general manager and Sean Payton, the head coach.
2: I think it's interesting that, and I didn't know this until uh, this press conference, that Sean Payton did not know Mickey Loomis when he arrived in New Orleans. Yep. Picked him at the airport, picked him up at the airport, and it's just like you're just, you know, getting to know someone for the first time. It's, it's very similar now. They didn't know each other. Now, what Sean Payton did say is that uh, I know a lot of people that have tremendous respect for George. And they competed against each other. And he references time in Minnesota. But George Payton's reputation is, well, he's so well-respected around the league. And even though he has screwed up royally here in Denver over the last year, it seems like a lot of the people that do have respect for George around the league are friends with Sean Payton. And if I reach out to you, Stoke, and I'm like, who's this guy Kevin Kistner that I'm going to be working with? And you're like, hey, you know what? Solid shows up on time not going to hurt you on the air like you start putting a couple fundamental building blocks I'm like Okay, like I, I a little I, rough around the edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he, he's 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 always on a different diet, but you'll 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 love him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that start and stop diet. Yeah, One week to, and he's like, "No, I'll get back on it next week." Yeah. I'm gonna start it back up next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but like if, if Put on a policy, if I trust you and you speak highly of Kevin, then I'm going into my relationship with Kevin with sort of the grease, the, skids, uh, uh, the skids greased a little yeah. bit. Yep. But that's only gonna take you so far, right? Your own personal experience over the coming year will ultimately determine um, where you're at. But at least he, at least George has some semblance, I guess, of a head start because
1: he's still actually here. Yes. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's, it's pretty obvious that he's going to be here through the draft and probably through free agency and to at least get through this season. I don't see all of a sudden some kind of move being made after the draft or whatever the case may be. I think, well, hey, let's see what you can do here. Let's see what you and Sean Payton can do together. I think that's, you know, speaking of uh, just like Greg Pinner, let's see what you all can do together here uh, for this one year, see what it looks like, see what it feels like. And then if you're Greg Pinner after the season, when you have your sit down and you recap the year with Sean Payton, Hey, how did it go? Yep. How do you feel about this moving forward? Um, and then you look at the draft picks, you look at the free agent acquisitions, and that tells the story. If it's a, if he does a good job, he stays. If he doesn't, he goes. Um, so I, uh, I was glad that Sean Payton did say that. Like, hey you know him and Mickey Loomis 16 years they didn't know any uh, each other before and they didn't have one like bad argument about this or that like when it comes to what player to keep and usually you just talk those things out and they just work their way out that way right? unless you got someone that is just a jerk and that is stubborn and that is just hard-headed right and in the end you always have to know kind of who the king is sure who the boss is sure who wears the pants and it's Sean Payton, ultimately. So, and I believe that that, that uh, um, George Payton certainly knows that and understands that. And, um, and look, when push comes to shove, then you just got to listen to the guy that's really calling the shots now, and that's Sean Payton. And, and as you've sort of pointed out and framed, that probably
2: is not going to be some sort of issue with George Payton. Like, George, it's not the time right. or place, and he's got great awareness, of course, that It's not really your show anymore, but it kind of still can be if you play nice and can get along while simultaneously getting stuff right for Sean Payton. Give him some good groceries. And I think Sean might be kind of guiding him on some of those groceries. Um, Well, yeah, and that's what we
1: want. Because he doesn't know Sean. He doesn't know what Sean likes and those types of things. And, you know, that's why they've been talking about wearing out the carpet, going back and forth at each other's office. It's like, okay, I need to know what this guy wants, what he likes, and all those types of things. So um, that's what you try to do, and you lean on Sean when it comes to those decisions. And I'm, I'm sure they'll be working, you know, hip and hip, step by step here when it comes to the draft picks and who's getting drafted um, by the Broncos this year. You heard um,
2: him say, him being uh, Sean Payton, that this was the job that he wanted. And that if it didn't work out here, despite interviewing uh, other places, that he was probably going to go back to Fox. He was probably going to go back to Fox. But he said he'd be driving home from Fox on Sunday nights. And he said he kind of, he didn't say the word unfulfilled, but he kind of like, Shed light on it that, like, it's just not the same. And he used the racetrack analogy that we talked about a few weeks ago of like, I'm outside the arena where the races are. I can hear the engines. I can smell the gasoline.
1: I'm close to it, but I'm not behind the wheel. Yeah, and you don't win. There's no win or loss. You know, you don't have that feeling of um, that when you are leaving the studio, the Fox studio. You know, you just ride right away and that's it. Um, so. There's something to be said for that, right? And that's, I mean, that's what that's what keeps these guys coming back. You know, is that adrenaline rush, that excitement? You don't get that doing, you know, studio work, doing right. TV work. You right. just don't, you don't have that. And it's something about preparing for a game and putting all the time and effort in. Then you go out there and you do it, and you know, either you, you feel great about the win or. You know, you feel crappy about the loss and like that can't be duplicated doing any other job, really. Right. Right. Those highs and those lows and um, the highs are so great because the lows are so low. Right. And and that's that's you just you just can't get it. You can't replace that stuff. Um, can't do it um, just in the studio or or doing anything else. So I think that's what a lot of people miss. And certainly it sounds like that's what he missed. That's what he
2: missed, and that's what is back uh, for him now. And hopefully the Broncos and Broncos country who have been starved for now seven years, uh, hopefully we are coming out of this thing. You can see the light. You can see the light. Hopefully, um, Sean Payton uh, sort of represents that light as he was introduced to Broncos country just a couple hours ago. We carried the press conference live. If you missed it, you can circle back on the Stokely and Zach podcast, available at denversports.com or wherever you get your podcast. How good of a day is today for Russell Wilson? And does it feel like a good day if you actually are Russell Wilson? That's coming up next. Here's Stokely and Zach. Kings of the school, man, where the
0: boys are fall. Well, it's turning face to stars and straps. It's back them butterflies. It's calling in the air all around. Yes, sir, we want the ball.
1: And it's knocking heads and talking trash. It's slinging mud and dirty right. Go ahead, Zach. Who got is it? Oh, my gosh. Way. I mean, this guy, you, mess one man. This guy's, you know, he's been at the top of the country for, you know, since probably, you know, early, early 2000s, maybe early 2000s. He's one of the biggest names in country. George Street. No, no. George is probably older. Than, he, George is older than this guy. This guy isn't older. He's just been at the top. And in time, Peyton are good friends. Him and Peyton are really good friends, too. Really good friends. Then, yeah. like, the clip, best buddies for, like, Blake Shelton? No. Come on, Blake? No. Blake didn't roll in our group. No. No. Uh, uh, our group.
2: guy did uh, don't break my heart, my achy, breaky heart.
1: <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus! I don't think you understand. <laughs> Billy Ray! Billy Ray! Uh, Kenny Chesney! Okay. okay. There you go. Okay. Kenny Chesney. Okay. Sean Payton was in this music video. That's, That's right! Sean Payton yeah. was
2: in this music video? This one. Wow! Wow! I'm gonna pull that up. So we heard uh, we heard Sean Payton introduced to the really Denver community,
1: Broncos country, yeah. all for the first time. I, I I thought it was awesome overall. Just my first overall thought. I thought he did a great job. It was awesome. So what I wanted to hear is even better than I thought it would be. Um, I, I didn't think he would just be so open. He wasn't guarded at all. He just spit the truth. Right there was no coach speak Nope he just he just gave it to you real um the whole time there was no notes he's just like I'm just going to you know just go off the cuff here and I loved his answers to the questions he got some great points across you yeah. know when it came to the, yeah I'm picking the Eagles I said that out of the blue. I don't want anybody in our division to win, right? So I thought that was awesome. I threw that in there. And then there was a couple uh, things I know we want to get to here about, um, really about Russ and about this football team and about social media and things like that that I thought were spot on and needed to be said. If If I could
2: reduce, and there was a lot said today, but if I could reduce Sean Payton's first press conference to one word, and you could come up with a lot. You could come up with a lot. I'm not saying one word is the right answer. Clearly, sure, it's an abstract thing. But my word would be believable. Yeah,
1: real. I mean, that's what it was. It was. Um, you know, there was no like. It was. There wasn't anything hidden there. He was just given to you, and this is what he plans on doing. This is how you know you want to ch- change things, and this is what you want to do. And he was just very open, and you know, I look, he he. He talked about, um, you know, th- there being a, a myth out there that he's a tyrant, right? I mean, because he did kind of hear things like that, yeah. and um, which I do believe came from the NFL offices, um, and he did talk about, you know, he's the last person that needs to get in trouble um, with the league. Yes. I threw that in there also, uh, talking about the him and Russ' conversation, yes. uh, which I thought was funny. Um, but there was, like, that kind of notion being put that, that Sean Payton's a hard guy to work with, hard guy to get along with, and. It always kind of caught me by, by off guard, but I've never had to work with the guy. I just mm-hmm. interacted with him a few mm-hmm. times, and and you I know guys that had played for him and stuff. And you don't hear you know bad things about about him, you know, just being a um, just a tyrant. Then you hear you, you look at Ms. Emmanuel Sanders after you know he got hired and really pumping it up and like how excited he was. And so I um, I thought that was really good. Uh, just kind of throwing that in there, also. There was a lot of good stuff. But, but but here's what
2: I'll say, like, and this is what I've been asking for. Someone needs to come in here and make Russ feel uncomfortable. I love your phrase of rookie Russ. Get, recenter yourself. Get back to just not worrying about who gets the credit. W- worried about if your team wins or not. That was Russell's brand forever. He was just a winner. And everyone else was singing your praises. Good player. Just a really yeah. good player. Like, Win, won won double-digit games.
1: Yes. For his first, like,
2: nine years. It it was the most wins of any quarterback in his first ten years in the history of NFL football. And that was his brand. It it, it wasn't about the brand. Your brand was just showing up and and getting it done over and over and over again. But I think my hopes and wishes for this to be now a little bit uncomfortable,
1: and this is KKFN, 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 AC one Lomond, Denver. I mean, why'd you, I just say good job. Like we, we, we tied, like, but you're huffing and puffing a little bit. Like I, I, I did, I jumped in pretty good. I thought I did a good job of jumping. I was ready. You were ready. Team we win. tied. Team win. Team win. Right. Why why can't you be happy? You're huffing and puffing. No, because yeah, we, we, we just wanted to run it at the goal line and you want to throw it. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> How about taking a knee and flag football and pissing <laughs> off? Oh Man, my <laughs> goodness. I can't believe Peyton lost. I didn't watch Did a second it? of it. No, I didn't watch one oh, second you of got it a, The end of oh. it was unbelievable. I saw
0: he
2: was ticked off. That Rightfully they let him, so. Yeah, yeah, Rightfully so. All right, let's, let, 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 me, let me just get, like, yes. This is, the, this is the introduction of the past three or four days to Sean Payton to the Russell Wilson experience. The quote comes out that we're going to run the ball. We need to try to simplify that guy's job. Then you have him saying, um... I don't like to make predictions because he was asked about, you know, what we, what should we be looking at this year or whatever. He said, I don't like to make predictions, but fans should expect a certain type of culture. We need anonymous donors this season and less social media. Ha! Wow. That's good. That is as direct That's of good. a shot. Not a shot, but call, calling out attention to what the situation is. Hey. Is, it, is it too much Too much nonsense? And then you have this exchange of Mac asking Sean Payton about – Russell Wilson's quarterback coach, and this is The Exchange. Uh, Russell Wilson had a personal coach, Jake Hughes, in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not
0: too familiar with that. All right, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in
1: the building, access to the players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be
2: it. It's a non-starter As an for answer. him. Asked and answered. Yeah, it, 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 it's a non-starter. So D- didn't push it away. Didn't say, nope. don't know about it. I'll, no I'll beating around the bush. I'll, I'll nope. see. I'll take. I'll see you next week. I don't know about that. Such situ- nothing. Just was very direct. So in the last week, it's we need to run the football. It's less social media, and it's yeah, all that like entourage in the building. <laughs> no, so. If you're Russ, you asked to work with Sean Payton. It's what you wanted. It's what you wanted. Right, right, it's what you right, wanted. Right, right. That's what right. you wish for. But, right. Right. but right. As, as he right. told, right. as he told Latavius Murray, <sighs> are you sure you want Santa to bring that gift?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Santa's here. Oh,
1: that's good. And Santa's in, coming to
2: uh, town. Things things are about to get a little bit uncomfortable for Russ. But ultimately, much like uh. a child. Who gets structure in his yes. life? I think this will be the best thing for us and thus the best thing for the Denver Broncos. Yes, exactly.
1: Um, it might not be what you want to hear. And it if might, you're who? If you're Russ. Oh, it you might not. Kidding. It might make you a little bit uncomfortable about the situation. It might be a little bit different. Well, yeah, he's for paying a guy, he paid him a salary. So Russ is going to have to keep paying him, probably. Well, that's okay. He's got enough money to do it. Yeah, guess I mean, guess who, rules have changed. Guess who does love that answer? Management is going to
2: love it. That they have now a compass that points true north of, yeah. like, yo, know, this stuff is not acceptable. Right, right, because it's not just that one thing. That one thing represents, sure, that
0: one thing. But it also represents an umbrella comment, right? You know, well, it was, does it? I mean, oh, like, yeah. My, my yeah, oh, yeah. That's my next question. Yeah, 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 and yeah, and
1: yeah. I wish someone would have followed up with it about the office. How um, he views the office because uh, he, I thought
0: about that, but I thought that was just a little too petty sure. under the circumstances. Okay. And yeah,
1: I mean, I'm not, I'm not throwing it out. I thought you asked a great question. That was an awesome question. I'm not saying you yeah. should have followed up with that question because you can only ask so many questions, right? I mean, it's, it's, yeah, off, the, it's off to the side. Yeah. But, I, you know, Zach and I went back and forth a little bit. And, and our first thought, my first thought like a week ago was let him keep the office. He works hard, he's in the building a lot. But then when you take a step sure. back, if you're Sean Payton, you might say what Russ needs is just to be in the locker room a little bit more. Yeah, You don't need to be in your office holed up in your office <laughs> watching film. You need to be with the guys they, a little bit more. They tried to do
0: that through the Uno games, too. You know who tried to pull him into the Uno games was Melvin Gordon. Like, hey, Russ, come on over here and try to get him in. But the problem was, the the rumor is... you didn't know the rules? No, (laughs) (laughs) no, is that every time he would come over, all of a sudden it became about Russell Wilson. Like, he would dominate the conversation. He would start talking about whatever was on his... You know, he was doing his Russell Wilson thing. He just couldn't kick back and just chill. So it's not just join the guys, but it's kind of like, you know, chill out a little bit too. By the way, in the big team room, basketball hoop, gone. All those little things on the sidewall, gone. So they got rid of happy, happy, fun, playtime stuff in a room that is, in general, meant for more serious sort of uh, things. So they did get
2: rid of those things. Okay. I- so for, for, me, for me, those things are actually not problematic until you let them become problematic. Like Pete Carroll's been doing that for a long time up in Seattle, but... For whatever reason, here, it just crossed through a threshold yeah, of... Did you hear Peyton talk about his details? And, like, you know, he wants the boom box to
0: be a 30 grand yeah. sound system so everybody can hear them celebrate when they win a game, that people
1: can hear them outside? Can we like, afford a $30,000? Hell yeah, they can. So. Are you kidding? I think yeah, so. that's nothing. <laughs> I think so. We can have one for home and for away. That's right. He so said he wants
2: everyone to hear... When you're away, right. and you win, right, he wants everyone
1: to hear, right. You, you love celebrate, that, right? Wolf? Well, me, like, oh, I mean, like as I a player, as a player, like, and you see your coach like getting in the middle dancing because that is something. That when you go on the road and you win a football game on the road, there's a little something extra special about that. Doing that in someone else's house, taking that trip with your guys. Mm-hmm. Now you're about to get on the plane ride back home with your guys and celebrate, and you put oh. all that work in. And now you know you got your coach and you got this boom box just going off and you're just dancing the strobe lights going off i mean i mean that you love well, that as a that's, player that's right? like that's the prize that's the prize
0: you get to party yeah at their place exactly we're, we're gonna bring our thirty thousand dollar boom box to your place we're gonna party in your house and we want because what happens is all the the muggles the media are outside it's a private moment for the team and everything but you can hear things in the locker room outside if it's loud if it's loud well, enough like yeah, I mean, if you got a $30,000 boombox thumping, it's announcing to the world we just kicked your ass. And it's, it's, it's everything. So you don't have to worry about stupid stuff anymore. You, you really don't No, I thought it was like a home run of home runs in terms of this sort of event. I, I'm actually not sure how it could have even got any better. The, you, mo- you the guys, more I
2: hear from him, the more I love the situation. Yeah, the more I know it's it's this is what we needed.
1: I I, I thought he would. I thought he was the right choice. I, I I really liked the hire. But then after you listen to him, just get up there and just talk about his experiences. Just kind of you know not have anything scripted. The way he answered questions, it's like did um, you think he was going on a little bit too long at some points. You thought, he, I, I, yeah, I did. I, uh, I, I was thinking I, about you I guys. But like, I'm not again. gonna I'm not gonna um you know nitpick on it. Like he he's got his points. He wants to get across it. You know, my ADHD, I definitely lost attention there a few times. (laughs) There were a couple moments where it was like, okay, Sean, reel reel it in here, pal. Yeah, I was like, where is he going with this? Uh, But ultimately, I like that, you know, the one thing that I really loved, and maybe the most, he wasn't guarded at all. He, he, no, he was so no coach speak. So he was just kind of real. Like, with your question, I thought he was telling the truth that he didn't quite know exactly the circumstances with that quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. Like, I just felt like he was telling the truth the whole time. Yeah, it, we're not going to no have, have
0: other guys in here. We got our coaches. right. We're not going to have State of the Unions on
1: Tuesday on an off day. Talk about how he didn't want the Chiefs to win. He's picking the Eagles. How about that? Just I just love the whole that. Thing. was yeah.
0: that? Was that refreshing? That. Yeah, because you had Hackett saying, uh, I don't know, we weren't here. Like we about don't, the, the we don't hate the
1: Raiders. Yeah, yeah. How about how about? I uh, worked for them. Coach, uh,
0: coach Allen saying uh every <laughs> game's a, a rivalry. When asked directly about the Raiders, it's like, dude, get a freaking clue, <laughs> or at least yeah. play along. Uh, and on day yeah. one, along. I'm going to root for the, yeah, for the Eagles because we don't want somebody in our division to win the Super Bowl. Almost cursed. Yeah,
2: you know, like let's go. He's I mean, the best day in our division is when we win and everyone else loses.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, man.
2: Okay. There you and you I, w-
0: I was a little worried about like his motor. Like, would he be? Um, that's what I didn't know about him. But then I hear the stories about how he's you know so early on the Fox Sports set. he just is obsessed by Sundays. He he you know is he's really bugging he, his wife. He's, obsessed, he, with uh, he's he uh, obsessed with winning. He's and he's just got a lot of energy. Like period. Like he's got some energy to. Burn and doing the TV stuff was not enough for him. It just wasn't. It was too limiting. You know, he needed something more. Well, I love he, this. There you
1: know, he said, you know, retirement's overrated. Yep. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right about that. Well, <laughs> well,
0: but he talked about that. He talked about
2: it, and
1: you Some know, he wants,
0: just can't.
2: Uh, he well, you were retired for a year, weren't you? Two years. Two years. You yeah. played a ton of golf. Yeah. You well, know, I did get old. They got old. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah where do you it. find the
0: juice after that?
1: Right. It's Yeah. So it, it, there, there is something to be said, especially guys like that though, that are just lifers. That's all he's done. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're used to be you going from, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning to whatever time at night. And then all of a sudden, you know, your wife, like he said, is like, hey, get back to work. You know, you know about Russ,
0: me. Russ, though, <sighs> that's so funny. Be careful what you ask for.
1: Yeah, careful what you ask for, Russ. Here we hey, go. Hey, because Santa's go. in town. Yeah, like, Santa's here. And it was, and, and he referenced the story of Latavius oh. Murray
2: wanting him here. Hey, come join us. Come, t- like, are you are you sure you want Santa to bring that gift? So, by, that, by the way, home.
0: Thus ends any reason to ever ask Greg Penner and possibly George Payton a question ever again. Like, there is no need for us to ever ask Greg Penner a question about anything. Seriously, what would the situation be that we would ask a question to Greg Penner? And George Payton sat there. You see, George Payton. How he just sat there, docile. I mean, he barely spoke during that entire time. Neither did Penner, but, I mean, he's the general manager. He just figured this stuff out, supposedly, and he's asked, like, one question the entire time, and then the post, like, scrum, see you, George, out the door. Nobody's chatting with him. I mean, like, one person went over to him because everybody was around the real boss, Sean Payton. It's the Sean Payton Show. It's the Sean Payton Show. Got a real leader. Eight wins.
1: We'll I think I think it's nine nine Stoke I'll go I'll go I'm feeling good today <laughs> I'm gonna go nine I'm feeling good today I like what I heard okay. I'll go nine um but' I think, I think last yeah I think last week I said uh I said eight maybe last week yeah I think uh, you did but you know what I'm a ride that optimistic <laughs> feeling good way nine we're gonna have a winning record
2: Zach I think I think I'll just say this um at a baseline you win one more game than you did a year ago because Sean Payton would never let the end of that Indianapolis Colts game play out the way that it did where you're acting like your son was the quarterback. You try to get his name in the paper the next day. That was a disaster. So at, a, at, at, at I think the spectrum is between 6 and 10. I'll go... I'll go seven Russell Wilson's still the quarterback so we'll see they're playing Brandon so please i look wow. real good today music right now and that's, uh,
0: that's a great way to wrap it up man because look good feel good right look good feel good and everybody should be feeling good about Sean Payne we can't wait to get all of the reaction and get you up to speed on things this is Denver sports station 1043 the